Coming up on today's show, it's tournament time. We've got a play-in game to break down and a new way for you to play along this March. That's all coming up here on Locked On Big Ten. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson, and thanks for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every weekday. Coming up on today's show, Indiana and Wyoming kick off the Big Ten's NCAA tournament play in Dayton tonight. We'll preview exactly what the Hoosiers have to do to make it into the field of 64 out of this first for matchup. And also, our show today is brought to you by Stat Hero. It's reshaping the way that you play fantasy sports. They've got all sorts of new ways for you to play fantasy gaming one on one against the house, against lineups you pick. You pick who you play against. We're going to tell you more about that later on here on the show. First, though, we need to get into this game coming up here tonight. Indiana against Wyoming. Of course, the NCAA tournament, really all that matters now. It's tournament time. The games start today, and we have a Big Ten game to go over to. Again, Indiana facing off against Wyoming for a 12 seed in what should be or could be an upset spot going forward in the field. But let's get into just this game itself. What exactly does Wyoming do to be able to, one, get an at-large bid out of a mid-major conference, but also beat so many teams. Wyoming has 11 quad one and two wins on the season. This team can beat anybody in the country. Do not let the small name mistake you here. But of course, Indiana has shown that it can do that as well. Hoosiers come into this game in Dayton, a bit of a home matchup, four and a half point favorites. That's about right, if you ask me. Uh, Indiana's on a hot streak, of course, playing a mid-major team like Wyoming. If it wasn't an Indiana favorite, the bets maybe would have pushed it that way if things had been close. But Indiana comes out with a decent spread, but I'm not paying all that much attention to that spread when I'm thinking about this game in particular, because the way these two teams play is really interesting. And obviously, I don't really know if there's anything to put in four and a half points on here. But anywho, The big matchup of the game is going to be, of course, on one side, Trace Jackson Davis for Indiana. But on the Wyoming end, Graham Ike. This guy is someone just as big, bigger than Jackson Davis, same spot, six foot nine, measuring in at 245 pounds and putting up the similar numbers to what Jackson Davis has. Uh, 19 points per game, this guy's averaging to lead the way. This is, in my opinion, the key to being able to win or lose against this Wyoming team. What does Mike Woodson do in this matchup with this guy? Because there's a few different ways you can go with this right now. Obviously, this is kind of the matchup going into the game. It'll be Jackson Davis against Graham Ike. Two guys forwards going to be playing inside and a little bit more out too, but Wyoming more inside. And what does Indiana do to try and attack, especially defensively, what Wyoming is going to try to do with Ike down low? Because this is a team in Wyoming That plays a very sound game of basketball. It runs with the fundamentals. It is not afraid and embraces being able to work the ball around and especially inside to a guy like Ike. Let him use his physicality to be able to get his points and keep Wyoming in games. That's the most important thing. Wyoming may lose this game to Indiana, but it will not beat itself. 
It is not the kind of team that makes those kind of mistakes. If Indiana falters, it could easily fall here in this game, no problem. And of course, as I said, Wyoming's beaten just about anybody that you could ask as far as being able to prove that it can win games. But as far as just what this team's going to do, it won't be huge flashy. It won't be anything kind of overpowering. Again, they're trying to work the basketball inside, get those high percentage buckets, and then every once in a while kick it out to a guy like Drake Jeffries, who's shooting 42% from behind the arc this season. So a very fundamental Wyoming basketball team. It gets to the line on both sides and is executing on the line as well. Other notes I had, this is really the defensive. And again, I said the defensive side of this is what I'm really interested in because if Mike Woodson puts Jackson Davis on Ike, which isn't something I expect to really happen all that much, but if it ends up being those two going up against each other, at least while Indiana's on the defensive side of the floor, I'm wondering... How does it end up affecting what Trace Jackson Davis can do on the offensive side of the ball? If I was Mike Woodson, I, I would be trying to keep at least as much as I can Jackson Davis away from a guy like Graham Ike. Of course, Indiana has to use the defensive strengths where it's at to use this game too. It's not just a one-sided ball game, but that's what I'm most worried about going in is if Trace Jackson Davis ends up having to deal with Graham Mike with any sort of regularity here, how much does that wear him out? Because... While Jackson Davis is, of course, playing in the Big Ten and playing a physical game of basketball every single night, I don't know if he's really used to taking the kind of beating he could potentially take defensively in this game. I don't know, again, exactly how much he sees of Ike on the defensive side of the ball, but again, that's what I'm really concerned about. I'd say if you're going to put Jackson Davis on him, that might be a swing, right? Like if he's able to contain, uh, able to contain Ike without really needing too much help and letting everybody else cover their own man should be an easy win for Indiana if Ike is able to wear Jackson Davis down it ends up affecting what he can do on the offensive side of the basketball it could be a long night here if you're a Hoosiers fan it's really I think that's the key and that's the key matchup all along Ike and Jackson Davis what do they do with each other how how exactly do both attack these defenses but I think when you're looking at exactly what the pinpoint part of it is I think it has to be how does Indiana attack Ike defensively in a way that it can make sure that he does not wear them down on the other side of the ball with those players that obviously are huge, huge scoring factors. Xavier Johnson, Trace Jackson, Davis, those kind of guys. So looking at that game, I think that's the big key, but those are the things to look out for. Graham Ike is going to be a force inside. He's big, he's strong. And then again, that other guy maybe to keep an eye out is Drake Jeffries shooting 42% from behind the arc. He'll be the kickout guy if Wyoming ends up getting crowded down there in the paint on offense. I do think Indiana wins this game. Hoosiers are the hotter team. And I wrote this down in my notes. If Indiana plays its game, it should be a win. But that's... Not exactly what it's been up until the NCAA, or I'm sorry, Big Ten tournament for Indiana as of late. They have not played their game. They have beaten themselves at times, and I'd be a little bit worried against a solidly fundamental Wyoming team slipping up here and embarrassing yourself when everyone's watching here in the first four. There's no other games to be watching. We're going to come up here with more in just a minute on Locked on Big Ten. We've got actually the founder 
of Stat Hero, Jason Haramil here on Locked On Big Ten, coming to tell us about, again, what he's doing, but also his takes on the NCAA tournament, too. He's a 20-year vet of this fantasy gaming stuff and knows his way around the business. So we'll get his takes on the Big Ten in the NCAA and also going to hear a little bit more about what Stat Hero is doing to let you play the game different here on the show. March Madness is here, and of course, it's time to fill out your brackets. You've got time still, and if you've started to look around as to where you want to have everyone put their brackets, if you're running a pool, maybe you've gone to some of these free sites, it just doesn't work for everybody. Maybe you've tried other ways to play that are just quite honestly not as up to date, and it can be a pain. But if you head to runyourpool.com right now, we've tried everything. We've looked over all of it, and I'm telling you, this is the best place to go to run your bracket, so much so that we're running our bracket there. We'll tell you more about that in a minute. Run Your Pool has everything that you could need as far as brackets go. You're just running something with friends and family, they got you covered. If you have a business and you want to get the coworkers involved, they can coordinate things there as well. Even if you have a business and you want to get more customers and get customers involved in your proactive kind of promotion, you can do it over at Run Your Pool with an NCAA tournament bracket pool. One of the best ways to get people who are sports fans interested and at least knowledgeable about what you're doing. RunYourPool.com, again, has just about any way for you to play the straight-up bracket games. They have eliminator games, different kinds of ways for you to stay entertained if you've played bracket pools before and been done by the end of the first weekend. So head on over to RunYourPool.com right now and check out what they have, but also play against us as well for a shot at a cash prize up to $1,800. Join us at RunYourPool.com slash locked on. While you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. You can use the code PUREMADNESS at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. That's again, RunYourPool.com slash locked on to join us and also the code PUREMADNESS to get $10 off when you make your own bracket. Today's episode is also brought to you in part by Bet Online. Bet Online is, of course, where the game starts. And when it comes to sports betting, they got everything all the lines, odds, futures, and information that you could ever need to make sure that you're making the most knowledgeable bet that you can and putting your money where your brain is, not just where the mouth is, too. It's Bet Online, the place to go for any of your sports gambling needs, where the game starts. You're listening to Locked On Big Ten, everything you need to know about the conference every weekday, Monday through Friday. Alongside the founder over at Stat Hero, Jason Jaramillo, I'm Nate Dickinson. We've got a lot to talk to with Jason about. He's a veteran when it comes to this sports gaming and fantasy stuff, and obviously we want to pick his brain on the NCAA tournament as a result of that. So let's dive right into it here, Jason. The Big Ten's big story really throughout the last like month here has been, can they get nine teams into that field of 68? They pull it off with Rutgers and Indiana there at the end, and Michigan getting pretty well clear into the round of 64, even all by themselves. What were your thoughts when you saw where everything stacked up there as the bracket rolled down with Michigan an 11, Rutgers an 11 in the play-in, and Indiana in that 12 play-in spot too? Well, first, I mean, the fact that, you know, the Big Ten was able to get nine teams in, I mean, come on. I mean, is this, like, you, know, you and I talked before the show, is this the year, you know, this, you know, the the, the champagne's a-popping, right? I mean, there's a, there's a lot of talented squads, you know, the Wisconsin's, the Iowa's, you know, even Illinois can go far with Kofi. It's like, you know, what, what you know, I, I, there's always one team, right, that, that tends to surprise and one team that disappoints, so... Uh, you know, Nate, I have, 
the bracket right here. This is gold. <laughs> People pay a lot of money for this. So I'll go. I'll go into my predictions on that. But yeah, to your point, nine teams in the, in uh, from the Big Ten is a pretty big accomplishment for sure. Well, you got it right there. Let's dive in a little bit here. When you're talking about Big Ten teams and with so many Big Ten teams, some are going to get knocked out early. Some are going to surprise people and make that run. What are the things that you're looking for when you're looking for a team that has all the ingredients right now when it matters most? Sure. I mean, I, obviously, it's to me, it's how they played how they play in the, in the, in the conference tourney, right? It, it's, you know, you rarely see, I mean, you say with Auburn, you know, how they got knocked out early. I don't see them going very far. It's history tells us, right, Nate, that if you get knocked out early in the conference uh, uh, tourney, you're not going to go very far in the, in the actual tourney. Uh, so I, I think that uh, that's why I predict Auburn to get knocked out quick. And, you know, I, I look, I watched the tourney, you know, and, and there was, you know, teams that surprised me in there, like Indiana. Um, but uh, I'll be honest, man, and your listeners might not be able to, you know, take this or might not want to hear it, but I I don't see Big Ten making a huge splash, and only because I'm a big upset guy, Nate, right? And I, and I, and I these matchups with Colgate, the matchups with, um, what was the other one? Oh, I have Richmond. I have Richmond moving on from right. Iowa. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, and I also like, I have Colgate moving on from Wisconsin. So that, that's, um, those are two upsets for me that I, but I mean, I like Illinois. You know, I mean, I think Illinois is going to get out of the first round. Michigan, uh, I, I like them beating Colorado. Uh, I don't see any of them getting past the second round. The team I love, which I'm sure a lot of people like, is that Purdue team, man. I think they're strong. That offensive that offensive firepower is that big three there, man. That's that's tough. That's tough to beat. Now, can they play defense? Is the question, right? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. That that's my take. What do you think? I'm the same way. I mean, you said off the top, it's kind of with no seeds higher than a three seed here in the Big Ten. That's kind of been the cloud hanging over how good this season has been is that nobody really in this conference has at least showed up at an elite level. There's elite talent there. There's no doubt about that. You mentioned Purdue has the big three that's just as good as anybody in the country. Illinois, of course, has huge star power. Wisconsin, of course, has Johnny Davis and the supporting cast around him. The talents there, the execution has not been at the level of so many of the other teams across the country. Of course, it's all about who gets hot right now. And you mentioned that conference tournament. Big Ten has some teams who have gotten hot. Indiana got hot. Iowa got hot. But at the same time, some of the best representation uh, didn't do so well. Illinois lost early in that tournament. Ohio State lost its first game in that tournament. So as you look at it, it's just, I feel like, a continuation of what we've seen in the Big Ten season, just of everybody beating up on everybody gives it a really hard read as to who could actually make a run here. Somebody will. Obviously, nine Big Ten teams, someone's going to at least get into that second weekend and hopefully maybe even make a run into the Final Four. But as far as trying to predict who it is right now, I I mean, I'm having a hard time. We ask you, the experts, it's really hard to kind of decipher who's really on top in the Big Ten as it stands. But again, tourney picks are pretty much just all random as it happens anyway, right? (laughs) <laughs> not mine nate again these are no. this is gold baby this is gold you know no but you're right you're absolutely right everything you said and if i had to pick a team that i think is going to go far right yeah. again it's the purdue team but you know the 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 you know they're going to get past yale um i have Vot tech beaten texas so that Vot tech team 
again, this is a team that's kind of hot at the right time. You know, I mean, it's it goes without being said that you know they beat Duke and 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 win the the conference, but uh, at least the the on um, the tourney. But uh, that's the team that I see Purdue might have a problem with. But I'm really rooting. I have Virginia Tech beating them, but I'm rooting for Purdue now that I am actually talking about this because I think that Purdue Kentucky game will be just stellar, mm. and I want to see that. You know, so I, I think Kentucky's gonna, you know, they'll get past, you know, their their first two rounds pretty easily, and then they'll play that Purdue Virginia Tech matchup. Whoever wins, um, but yeah, I, I'd really like to see that Purdue Kentucky. I mean, talk about fireworks, man! That'll be a great yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Of course, as you mentioned, Virginia Tech going to be a tough one too. If it gets to that point, they're obviously one of those hot teams going into the tournament as well. It, well, we talk about filling out all these brackets all the time, and everyone's filling out the brackets, Jason. But at the same time, your bracket can be done by the time the first weekend's done. We've talked about Stat Hero before on the show. And when I bring it up, I start talking and I say, okay, this is a fantasy sports site. And you might hear that and think there's a hundred of these, and you got you just turn the brain off. Don't listen for a minute. These guys do things a little bit differently. Tell us a little bit more about what you're doing, especially here in March Madness, to try to give people a little bit of a different way to play along. Sure, sure, yeah. I mean, the reason I created Stat Hero was just one big reason. Fantasy sports just stop being fun. And there's so many people that love playing fantasy sports, myself included. I love the sports bet, too. I'm terrible at that. And and the fantasy sports side, it's like it was so hard to win, right? One. Two, I was investing all this time. Three, I'm playing thousands of people. I have no idea who the hell they are, right? And and most of the time, even though I think I'm killing it, I look and I'm like 130th place, right? It's like you got to just be absolutely perfect to be on perfect, be on perfect to be, you know, to get any actual money. So I'm like, okay, how can I create something that is easy, quicker to play, easy to understand, and you actually can win at it? Uh, so Stat Hero created two main like drivers for for this brand that 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 is just like strapped to a rocket ship at this point. Uh, one is our head-to-head -head product, which means. What Stat Hero does, instead of giving you like a sports book would uh, sports betting lines, we give you lineups. So you get to look at all, a bunch of Stat Hero lineups that we create that you can play one on one against, right? Mm -hmm. And all you got to do is be like, I think I can beat that lineup. Boom. Okay, what's my salary cap? I'm going to create a lineup to go up against Stat Hero. Boom. I'm going to put this amount of money on it, and it's one on one. You know exactly who you're playing every week, and you get to see the players you're playing against to, to figure out which one you think you could beat. Uh, so that's one side of Stat Hero, um, which I think covers a lot of the problems that were in DFS. Uh, on that side, you know, players are winning minimum on average 45%, all the way up to 60%. Now in fantasy, uh, Nate, I don't know if you know this, but big number. Yeah, it's a big number. <laughs> uh, on on the other sites, on the traditional sites, everybody's used to 15% is the winning percentage. All right, that's where it kind of tops out. So to give the users four times of a chance to win money is huge now the pick'em product is where our college basketball uh, uh, is thriving on and the pick'em product um, is basically super simple okay we give you two teams team a versus team b we create the rosters already for you all you got to do is look at the matchup and say which one do you think is going to win on the fantasy side of things right uh, if you would think it's team a you click team a uh, and then you put the amount of money that you would you you want to put on that matchup and that's it you're in it's the fastest, easiest way to play DFS. Beginners can play it. And, and the reason why I think this is a big deal, Nate, is because you don't have to bet teams anymore. You don't have to bet, get those bad beats or those ref calls or any of that BS we tend to see, at least I saw all the time, right? 
I'm winning up until the last two minutes, and then I just it ends up getting away from me. So now the fact that you can just bet players, it's more of in your control, right? You can not only on the head-to-head side, but the pick them side. You're like, okay, these are the three players I'm rooting for. I want them to kill it today, and that's it. And we do single games too. So for the tournament, if you want to, um, you know, play the uh, Iowa Richmond game, right? And you say Iowa Richmond, we're going to give you just those players in that roster, and just set rosters against each other, and just pick what players you think are going to have a better day. So, and the winning percentage on Pick'em is a lot higher than our head-to-head because we make it super easy for the player. So that's why we're really excited about bringing this, especially for the tournament. We're going to have every single game represented, every single player represented, and it's going to be exciting. It's it's the there's not many sites that actually are doing that. Yeah, it, again, like you said, different in a way that everybody's involved, all the players, majors, mid-majors. And again, I think the most important thing to really pound home, it's not you against everybody else. Because like you said, when you're playing against the thousands of thousands, it's just, there's a skill there, but the skill becomes so far removed from the actual sport itself that you lose that joy out of it, I feel like. And Stat Hero really just kind of tries to bring that back, I feel like, in a way, by just saying, hey, this is classic, my team against your team, or your guys against my guys, and let's go at it head to head. Absolutely, man. And and, it, and it's intimidating, too. You know, the outsides, if you want to kind of get into it. And if you're in a state that's not approved sports betting-wise, right, and you want some action on the game, when we're approved in 34 states and counting, we'll be up to 40 in the next couple months. Uh, and it's just a it's, – it's as – is much of a, a sports betting experience as you can have, but with a higher chance to win. So it's right. it's a it's a great thing, and we, and we want everybody to try it out. So what we're doing for the tournament is we're offering free to play pick'em contests. So all you got to do it's entered free. You don't have to put any money up. If you pick the winning side on these free contests, we're gonna throw you twenty five bucks. So it's pretty good. If you lose, whatever. If you win. You're getting twenty five dollars to play with, and and we're letting you enter up to five times on those on those contests um, as a beginner um, as the tournament goes on. So lots of fun stuff. Yeah, I mean that's what a fifty fifty shot if you're going in at it blind, just at some free money to play with over at Stat Hero. So if if you want to at least get involved, get started with it, and see what it's about, of course you can head on over to StatHero.com or download the app to figure out exactly how you get started and get into things because as we mentioned this is a different way to play these fantasy sports it's not like anything that you've ever really seen before jason aramio with us here on locked on big 10 we thank you so much for joining us for a little bit here the founder at stat here with plenty of experience with all this sports gaming stuff now before we let you go we mentioned stat hero has these games where you can pit players against players and just your lineup against one other there so if you got guys who are going in here and we're talking about the big 10 of course with a huge amount of star power let's twist it back into the ncaa tournament who's someone that you feel like could go off in this tournament in a way that they carry that big 10 team to a level further than you would have expected well now I'm speaking against my bracket now, right? Because I have Iowa and Wisconsin. Um, That's all right. I'm asking for the unexpected. Who's that? Who's yes, the Kemba Walker yes. who does it that much better? Right. I mean, I mean, but if I look at it, if Iowa gets past the first round, I mean, you know, how 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 can you, you know, you're you're on the back of Keegan Murray at that point, right? And you're, you know, how far can he take them? Um, I have my my Big Ten notes here because I want to make sure I'm getting all my points across. Um, there you go. But, you know, like Illinois with with Kofi Cockburn, I, I mean. 
I don't know. I think they can make some noise, but they're very inconsistent to make a long run, I think, right? Mm. Uh, I I think they play Wisconsin. So the reason why I call an early exit for Wisconsin, and, and I'm, I'm putting this and I've underlined it, I think their pace of play is just really slow. And I think that keeps opponents into a game, right? And and if it's in like, like for example, the Colgate matchup, I mean, the, the spread is pretty somewhat even, right? And I could just, I see Colgate, you know, possibly just um, popping that upset. I don't know. I thought I, I'm, I'm not that been that impressed with, with Wisconsin um, this year. I mean, it seems like, again, like you said, Big Ten is notoriously inconsistent when it comes to, you know, conference play and, and, and tournament play. Uh, but, yeah, so to answer your question, again, I'm all in. If, if I'm going to pick, pick players, you know, uh, Ivy and Edie from uh, for Purdue, that, that's, those are my guys. So uh, I would say I would ride them. If you're picking a Big Ten and uh, a team to ride, that's, that's, my, that's my pick for sure. Jaden Ivey's got that kind of explosiveness out there that's really, really rare to see in the open court. It's going to be fun to watch him, Edie, and everybody else in that Purdue team try and navigate through this tournament. And of course, if you want a new way to play, you can do it over at Stat Hero. Jason explained pretty much all of what they're up to as far as what you can do with the tournament. And it's, again, a new way to try and play these games. So head on over and try it out. And thank you again, Jason, for joining us for a few minutes here on Locked On Big Ten. Hey, Nate, real quick, though, I want to know who your final four oh. is. What do you got? Oh, my final four? Oh, gosh. I, I don't. I, I don't. Well, I considering not even making a bracket yet this uh, this year right now. I mean, I'm going to, but I'm nowhere near having it finished yet. Gosh. I'll All tell right, you mine. Because I'm going go to, while you're pulling up your, your notes, I'm going to tell you mine because I, I, I want to go on a limb and, and be the first one to say I have All Tennessee right. Gonzaga in the championship. Okay. Yeah, I, li- I, like, I, I like Tennessee. I, I, I think they kind of got screwed a little bit on their seeding. I mean, how do you right, how do you right, win? right. You win the SEC and you're the third seed. I, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. And I think that they're gonna they're gonna be pissed and have something to prove it a little bit. But yeah, I, I like them going through. I have them beating Arizona um and then going to that tourney and playing Gonzaga. So I'm sorry, I have them beating yeah. Arizona, then Kansas, then going to the championship. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I like Tennessee in that particular region. I think it's pretty favorable for them i mean you know coming out of the two seed i gonzaga probably kentucky and then if i had to choose right now again i'm nowhere near it i need to get a big 10 team in here at some point too but (laughs) i'll go i'll pick iowa in that bottom right region just to satisfy the people now and then up top i like tennessee too i like tennessee as well again that's like the second time i've really even gotten that far yet but i don't i i I don't i'm a very late bracket maker i'm a very late bracket I want to listen to what everybody else has to say. Go well, listen. all I heard was, Jay, you're right. You're a genius. Tennessee's going all the way. That's what I wanted to hear. That's, that's kind of there what I got go. from that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again for coming on, Jason. We'll talk to you again soon at some point. Again, Stat Hero, where you can go to play a little bit differently here in your daily fantasy on the NCAA tournament this year. Thanks, Nate. Thanks for having me on, man.